Simple Life Together, Episode 70. Voluntary Simplicity with Miriam Ortiz Pino. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back to the show. On the last episode, we filled you in on all the details of our three-week vacation, the places we visited, what worked for us, and places we know we still need to improve on. And we got a lot of nice comments on our vacation. I was gone for over a month. That's right, because you had business on yeah. the front end of that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So thank you so much for all those comments. And, yeah, uh, we, we had a really good time. Yeah. And um, But you know, the bottom line for us is that uh, we know some, some things that we're going to try are going to work for us, and some aren't. And we... We're kind of figuring this whole thing out as we go, and just like everybody has to, but we're opting for simplicity by choice. And as we've mentioned in previous shows, sometimes simple isn't easy. And as a matter of fact, it can be an awful lot of work to make simple easy. Mm -hmm. But in the end, we're opting to live as simply and intentionally as we can in as many areas of our life as we can. And that's going to take a little bit of exploration and effort. We need to explore to find different areas and ways to simplify, and we need to expend some effort to take the actions necessary to get things done, to fight that law of primacy that I talked about way back in episode 30, and just work to establish new ways, new habits, routines, rhythms, and rituals. And we've talked about all those things before, yes, uh-huh. but each time we explore and try to go down a new path or, or focus on one new facet of our lives, we kind of end up going through those things all over again. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to episode 30 in a while, you may want to go back and review the whole law of primacy and the laws of learning. And we also address them a lot more in depth in um, the Supermom book too. That's right. And while I wasn't going to mention the book until later, um, I'll just put it out there now that Supermom versus Supermom, a simplicity guide for busy moms, is on sale right now for just 99 cents in the Kindle store for the next couple of days only. So mom or someone who loves mom can pick it up now for a steal and get a head start on all those back to school organization and simplicity things you've been wanting to do. So just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash supermom to get right to Amazon. And plus, you know, you don't have to have a Kindle. I mean, it's a Kindle book, but you don't have to have a Kindle. You can read it right on your web browser, and they have free apps for virtually every smart device on the market. So don't wait. Go get your copy while it's cheap. Right cheap, on. cheap. <laughs> so we have a special guest joining us today, too, um, Miriam Ortiz Pino, and she is a professional organizer who also practices voluntary simplicity. And we met Miriam after our presentation at the NAPO 2014 conference in in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it turns out we have a lot more in common than being professional organizers. Uh, She's been practicing voluntary simplicity for a long time now. And so we thought it would be great to have her on the show to share her thoughts on what voluntary simplicity means to her and to also tap into some of her tips and advice to those who want to simplify their lives too. So here's our interview, starting off with a quick bio about Miriam. Miriam Ortiz Pino is a certified professional organizer, simplicity expert and coach, entrepreneur, writer, blogger, and creator of the Streamlined System. For over 15 years, Miriam has worked with entrepreneurs and other busy and creative people to eliminate the distractions, simplify systems, and create routines so they can get it all done practically effortlessly. The More Than Organized blog was recognized as one of the top five simplicity blogs in the world, and she has contributed to several books. 
You can check out her website at morethanorganized.net for free articles, resources, and to sign up for her free one-minute mail and email solution kit. Miriam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Well, Dan, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Yeah, I'm going to start off with our first question that we ask a lot of our guests, Miriam, is tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you make lives simpler. Well, basically, I help people eliminate the excess and redundant in their lives so that they can do what they do, and they can do it best. And that takes a lot of different, um, it can take a lot of different paths, anywhere from actually going through the physical stuff with them or just giving them some ideas. So I work on a lot of different levels. That's fantastic. Well, you know, I think a little, um, I think everyone enjoys like a little bit of backstory, especially when it comes to professional organizers and whatnot. Can you share with us a little bit about your life before becoming a professional organizer? And the reason why I ask this is, you know, have you always been organized um, or did you have to learn to be more organized? Have you always like lived a life of simplicity? Can you just share a little bit more about your, your background? Yeah. Um, I have not always lived a life of simplicity. Um, I'll tell you about that in a second. But I grew up in a house where my mom really wanted to be organized, but she wasn't very organized. So she was always trying whatever tips and tricks to help run the house a little better. Um, But I was the one that ended up really resonating with it. I always liked lining things up and knowing and and having things just so. Um, so she'd leave the articles or the books laying around and, and I would actually read them and then I would fix what she did. And then over the years I realized most of those steps that they have you do when you read an article or a book aren't even necessary. They're mm-hmm. extra. Mm-hmm. So I started <laughs> trimming the steps out of, out of what I was reading. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, you know, I, I think I first read Getting Organized, the classic Stephanie Winston book from the 70s. I think I read it when I was like 10 or 11. Wow. Yeah. And I just kept going from there. I found it fascinating. I think it's amazing because I was the messiest of four kids growing up. So I I don't think I had much interest in organizing until I guess I was out on my own and then I had to be. So (laughs) that's really really neat, though, that your mom was more, you know, she was trying and and interested, but you picked up on it at such a young age, too. That's amazing. Yeah, she she was great at setting up the system, but not at maintaining it. Oh. And so then I started trying to figure out why that was. Why, if it was such a great system, was it so hard to use? Yeah, that's the problem with a lot of systems is, uh, or things that you read. It's like that one solution that applies to maybe a small percentage of the people. The author probably one of you know one of the yeah. ones in that percentage, but it doesn't yeah. work for everybody. They got to find what fits for them. Heck, even right. today I was talking about that with my dentist or the hygienist. And I go, you know, it's one thing to organize stuff, but it's a totally different ball game to maintain it, you know, and keep it up. How do you make sure that system is working for you or your family or whatever? And that's, that's where professional organizers, I think, come into play because they really try to work with you one-on-one on that stuff. People don't think the same way. So mm-hmm. what works for me may or may not work for my clients, but I know a lot of different ways. And I know a lot of ways to put them together so that they work for someone that, you know, if I explain something the first time and it doesn't work for them, we look for a new way. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, kind of expanding on what Vanessa asked, uh, when did you decide to become a professional organizer? Oh, um, I actually thought about it while I was still in college. 
people kept telling me, you know, it's, I keep hearing about this professional organizing thing. You should look into it. You're really good at it. And I helped friends and things at that point in time, but I didn't have a whole lot of confidence in my ability to be an entrepreneur at that point. Right. It seemed like I needed a little more experience and knowledge um, about how to interact with people in the real world because I had always worked, but in you know traditional college jobs. I was a waitress. I was a catering person. I did events, and and I didn't do a lot of more corporate and business interactions until after college, and then. When I got into that arena, I realized, oh, yeah, I can, I can totally do this. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Probably organize your boss's desk and stuff and right. then schedule. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, I went through all the different jobs I had organizing everybody. And I ended up, the last job I had before I launched this was um, I was an inventory control person for Crate and Barrel. Oh, oh neat. So I was in charge of 400,000 SKUs a year, you know. Oh, Where's my that gosh. <laughs> what about my favorite store? And where is it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, so living a life of simplicity is really different for everyone. And that's one thing that we've been finding out here on the show. And um, so obviously, uh, what is simple for one person, just like organization, is not, doesn't work for everybody else. So can you share with us a little of what simplicity means to you and how you embrace it in your own life? Yeah, I've always thought of it as my way of maintaining my free time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty lazy and I like to read and I like to watch TV and I'm not going to apologize for it. So. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> um, I have always tried to do everything to maximize the free time. So for me, simplicity is eliminating steps and um, some actual clutter so that when I do maintain my household and I do do my work and I do interact with friends and family, it's as easy and effortless as possible. Nothing is in the way. It's just what I need right when I need it and where I need it. That, that falls right in the line with, uh, with so many ways that we see simplicity too. Yeah. And that's why I always, I tell folks that I think it's, you know, about kind of being efficient in your life and not being a a robot or a machine, but just trying to live a little bit more efficiently at home or at work or wherever so that you can have that free time and a little bit of sanity and that that personal time that we all desperately need, especially these days. But Miriam, I remember you telling me um, about how you adopted volunteer simplicity, voluntary simplicity. Can you explain Mm -hmm. that a little bit more? What voluntary simplicity is or was when you started to embrace it or realize that you were embracing that lifestyle? Yeah. Um, it, it started at the 20th anniversary of Earth Day in San Francisco in the early 90s. I can't even remember exactly what year it was. I, I, I want to say 94, but I'm not 100%. Um, but I had started developing some sensitivities to chemicals and they were doing this big event for Earth Day that was free and you could go and look at all kinds of things. And it was a nice way to spend a Saturday. And I went to find out how to make my own cleaners, Mm. um, mainly is how I started. And then as I looked into some of the books and resources they were recommending, um, I came across a couple books and these people were practicing simplicity voluntarily. Like they were purposely not buying things or making their own or making do um, just to keep their lives simpler. And I didn't go all in with getting a little crunchy and um, organic like a lot of that <laughs> movement went. Um, I like my cheeseburgers. Um, but, 
But there were other parts of it that I really connected with, Mm -hmm. the not having more than you need and really thinking through and considering your consumer behavior while you're at the store before you even bring it into your life Um, and really choosing what you have in your realm, basically. Um, And so I really embraced that. And I, especially after I read Elaine St. James's um, Simple, oh my gosh, now I'm going to totally blank out the name. Um, Inner Simplicity, uh, Elaine St. James. Okay. Uh, It's Simplify Your Life. Yeah. Oh. It's her classic book. And I just started reading, I think there's 128 things she recommends to simplify your life. Mm -hmm. And I just started reading and each one I'd say, will that work for me? Yeah, I'm going to try it or that'll work part way. Oh. Um, so even now there's, you know, one I remember and, and always surprises people in Albuquerque cause we're a very car culture here, but <laughs> I don't drive on purpose at least one day a week. Oh, it's often more cause I work for myself now, yeah. but I literally, yeah, I can't go in the car today. I have to walk to do my stuff <laughs> I love if I go it. anywhere. Yeah. So there's little things like that. There's uniform dressing, which I know you guys have talked a little bit about on the show you yeah. touched on. Um, you know, what technology you're going to allow in. So all my technology purchases or anytime I download an app, it's like, is this actually going to make my life easier or is this someone else's idea of easier? Oh my gosh. It's so true. I was thinking about that the other day, just looking at my apps on my iPad and my iPhone and I'm, you know, and I was thinking, okay, do I need this? Do I want, you know, my daughter wants something and I'm like, no, we don't need it. We already have stuff that was working. But I tell you what, Miriam, the simplicity movement and once you finally adopt it, you question everything, everything. in your life. It'd be just you do. You question everything. You know, you're talking about that you are having some um, sensitivities to chemicals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're starting to realize some of those things. Like we don't want to be exposed to that stuff. And it was never an issue before. You know, because you see the ads on TV: get your OxyClean, get your this, get your whatever. And then you start uh-huh. to realize that that stuff is just bad. And and I don't know why simplicity makes you think that way because I guess you're just stripping everything away to just what are your basic needs do I really yeah. have all that excess do I really have the excess chemicals and junk food and all that stuff in my life and it's okay I like cheeseburgers too <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but it's so funny how it just trickles into every little facet of your life and it really makes you think what do I really need this is this really going to add value to my life and a lot of times the answer is no yeah <laughs> No, sometimes it's just bright and shiny. Sometimes it's not even bright and shiny and you buy it. Yeah. That's the part I don't get. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm all for a little bit of pretty in your life, but. Uh, <laughs> That's right. So. What? This one. Yeah. So now, you know, you've adopted simplicity, you know, for various reasons and just kind of adopting that lifestyle. Um, but in your experience and kind of pushing this into with like working with your clients, um, how do you, uh, how do you kind of maybe inspire or maybe kind of help encourage your clients to kind of um, adopt maybe simplicity or help them get organized um, if you do. Because I know that you and I, you know, like Dan and I, we're just trying to spread the message of simplicity. But um, do you try to adopt that with your your clients or at least try to encourage them in in a way? And Or what kind of challenge do you see with your clients in trying to have them adopt, you know, more organized life? What kind of struggles do they deal with? Yeah, I think there's... Um, and I'm sure you've seen it too. There's kind of a couple different types of people that are interested in getting organized. People that are really busy and want their lives to be easier. Mm-hmm. Um, the hoarders who need to need some major help, um, mm-hmm. although they tend to not actually want help. Mm-hmm. And 
the people that are already really organized in terms of everything is in a box and labeled, and they want to know how to be able to buy more containers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, for some reason, those are the people that call organizers. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try to not work with hoarders unless they really, really are already on a program and on a journey and, and really want to change. I work mostly with those people that are busy and want to make their lives easier. So that opens the door a little bit in the first place. And I just am real honest with them and say, I do practice voluntary simplicity and I will spew this at you until you tell me to shut up. (laughs) Um, But I'm not going to tell you anything that won't actually help you um, for what you're trying to accomplish. So I use organizing as my entree into talking about it, but I'm very upfront about it from the get-go. And if they don't want to hear it, they don't. Like yesterday I worked with a woman that just wanted help um, organizing her closet. I mean her pantry. Mm -hmm. She didn't want the whole thing. She didn't want to make things easier. At the end, she asked me what 12 containers she needed to go buy. Um, But at the same time, I showed her an easier way to set up the pantry so that now when she goes shopping, she knows exactly what she needs and um, she won't overbuy the junk food and the kid won't accidentally dump stuff on their head. And, (laughs) you know, all those things are built into the way I organize because I reverse engineer things. Yeah. What do you do in this room? What do you need to accomplish that? And let's remove everything else. And, you know, I think that's that's good. You know, I'm the same way. I actually, just because I'm so excited about simplicity and, and really trying, you know, the power of saying no, like editing not just your things, but your, your obligations and all that stuff. And because I really want people to prioritize and find out what the real true priorities are in life and not just what gets thrown at them on a day-to-day basis. Um, mm-hmm. but, you, but you do, once you start to you know, as an organizer and, and you get more experience and uh, start working with more and more clients, um, you do know the ones that are really interested. And then, you know, when you're starting to go overboard and then you just kind of throttle back, I'm like, okay, I'm right. overwhelming them because now they think that you are just this amazing, perfect person that has everything in order. And, and we're not, we're not perfect organizer. Mm-hmm. I mean, people. They're afraid to show you parts of their house yeah. or admit things. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. I'm like, hey, you know, let's, I, I no, truly want we to help. learned it. We learned it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even yeah. the people that are born a little more organized than others, at some point we had to sit down and actually figure it out. Right. And then <laughs> keep it going, right? That's the- <laughs> Yeah. And tweak it and manage it as, as we went. So, well, you know, that kind of leads into what I was going to ask next really is I want to unpack that a little bit. So. So getting and staying organized and embracing this life of simplicity, um, we've already talked about it. It's, it's more than just buying products. It's more than just watching a video or reading a book. Or, and for, uh, you said even for your clients, it's more than just hiring an organizer. Um, so can you share a, a few things, a few tips or some advice on what it really does take to embrace a, a more simple and organized life for yourself and to really make it stick? Yeah, I think the key to it is to have well-defined goals and a vision for yourself based on your values. So it becomes everything is connected. I am pretty passionate about the environment and I'm pretty passionate about urban living, (laughs) which means I don't drive a couple days a week. I walk to the grocery store. I uh, take my bags with me sometimes. You know, that's where it starts what works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a single person. I live alone. I don't generate a whole lot of trash, but when I do, 
it starts smelling way before the time it is to change out a tall kitchen trash bag. <laughs> so I reuse the shopping bags from the store because that's about a week's amount of my trash. It's like a third the size of a giant bag. I don't buy it. It does go to the landfill, but so would the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's a choice I made that makes my life easier. Now I don't have to store or buy large bags. Yeah, at the same time, it's in line with your values, though, and the things that are important to you. That's perfect. Exactly. So that's the kind of thing um, I talk about. And, you know, it carries over into other areas as well, things like supplements and medicines. Mm -hmm. People are always talking about either they want to go without medicines, they want to live more natural. Mm -hmm. So they buy a thousand supplements that they don't know how they work or interact, and they take for two days, and they don't feel different, and they give up. Mm-hmm. And it's so complicated. Yeah. Or you could not take medicines and take a multivitamin and yeah. <laughs> eat healthier and exercise. Yeah. That's easier. It, so it really, it really does kind of boil back to what uh, you know what we said earlier. Once you decide to simplify one area of your life, it really does spread. And then mm-hmm. in the aggregate, it's it's a, it really ends up becoming a process. And uh, yeah. you know, we we talked a lot about. Um, a few episodes ago, we were talking about the ideal place for us to live. And mm-hmm. um, so tying in a few things that, that you've mentioned so far, um, if you wanted to go without a car, divorce your car, or have one car for your entire family, you need to make a decision that you want to live in a walkable place mm-hmm. that you know has a decent walk score. You can go to stores. You can walk the kids to school, what have you, in order mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, you can't... you you couldn't just pick an earth ship in the middle of the desert somewhere and decide not to have a car. It really makes running errands tough, you know? Well, if you have a helicopter. (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. You're exactly right. Right. And, and, you know, my ideal place to be would be on a mountaintop somewhere Mm. in a cabin, but um, it makes it harder to uh, make a living. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I found the the Wi-Fi there is really bad. (laughs) Yeah, it cuts out a lot more often. Um, so I do the next best thing. I live half an hour from a mountain, yeah. and I live in an urban part of a beautiful place where I have I can see everywhere. Right. So, yeah. do you recommend that somebody start out if they wanted to if they wanted to make a change to a simpler life? Which school of thought do you? And I may be putting you on the spot here, but which school of thought would you um, uh, recommend they take, would you say, start off with something um, small and simple for an easy victory or knock out something big first, then it makes the other things just kind of fall in line? What would you recommend? Um, I hmm, I actually start with, you know, listing your values and your goals and what you're trying to achieve Yeah. yeah so that definitely. everything you do, whether it's a small one or a big one, uh, can be weighed against that. Yeah. And then I usually recommend they start with the places that will nourish them and give them the most win. So it's usually somewhere in between a big project and a little project, something like the bathroom or the closet mm-hmm. um, or the kitchen. Yeah. Because those are things you use every day and you use every day and you will feel the win for a longer period of time as Opposed to if you start with the backlog of the 27 file cabinet drawers in the garage in the office, and six months in, you're still going through papers, and your eyes are glazing over, and you're like, make it stop. (laughs) 
That is so This funny. was stupid. I'm not yeah. going to do this. <laughs> it is so true because it can be a mental game and you got to figure that out with your clients and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's sometimes like when I'm doing organizing with like papers and stuff, like files, I'll say, okay, we, if it's like a three or four day project or even longer, I will stop and say, we have to f- stop with the papers and clear the physical clutter too. And they're like, what? I go, no, you, you're going to see, you're going to feel a little bit better. And I right. tell you, nine times out of 10, they're like, that was so worth it. I feel refreshed. It's like this little burst of energy, like, okay, okay, there's hope yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, we do exactly what you said with the goals and values. Yeah. We, we have what we call our five pillars. Anybody who's been on our show, who listened to the show for a while knows that we look through uh, the through a lens that has really five different things. It's faith, family, finances, fitness, and freedom. And so all of our decisions are kind of based on, on those five pillars. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, I think it's great advice. Exactly what you said, whatever decision you make or whatever path you decide to follow, big or small, go for the little victory or the big win, you know, whatever it is, as long as it's in line with your goals and your values, it's going to be a win. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do three, not five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's simpler. But there's a couple different choices, um, but it, it's just a, a slightly more leveraged way of looking at it. So I do mind, body, spirit, or family, self, community. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so that, it, and it incorporates all of those things that you talk about. That's the thing. It's the, it's just the umbrella terms that you want to, that you want to use for however, you know, and everybody's will be different, mm-hmm. but right. I, I think going through that process of realizing what those are is where the mm-hmm. value really is. Yeah. We push that all the time. I mean, not, not push it, but that's what we encourage folks is that to just really get in line with what your values and your priorities are. Cause a lot of people don't know or haven't even taken the time to even think about it. They're just dealing with what life throws at them every single day. But um, mm-hmm. I know you got tons more advice out there on staying organized and embracing simplicity. And you offer more tips and advice on your blog and website. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the services and things that you have to offer, either working with you or with some of the products on your website? Yeah. Um, everything I do is based on my streamlined clutter solution. And so it breaks everything down into, like I've been talking about, to eliminate the redundant and the excess Mm -hmm. by reverse engineering your space. Um, And I can work one-on-one with you. I have a couple of group programs that will be coming up eventually. And I have some home study courses on the website. So you can check all that out there. That's really good because I know we have a lot of DIYers out there that are listening in too. And so that's always nice to know. um, And then, of course, you got your blog with a lot of information on there too. So... We really love having you here today. I just, I love talking to my fellow organizers too, you know. <laughs> I, always yeah, learn, and always, I always learn something new. It's true. Because yeah. we all look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. So it's good. So, Miriam, is there anything else that you would like to share out there with our listeners? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I have, <laughs> I, I have been toying around with the idea of, of doing a little bit of Q&A, uh, hanging out on Facebook. So, if you want to look like my Facebook page and keep an eye on that, that might be coming very soon. Very nice. That's so, great. So speaking of yeah. which, what's the mm-hmm. best way for listeners to learn more about you? What's your website? What's your Facebook page and so forth? And we'll be sure to link uh, to those too. Right. Uh, the website is morethanorganized.net and all the freebies in the blog are there and information on the Streamline Clutter Solution. Um, and the Facebook page is uh, More Than Organized. Yeah, more than organized. 
Great. Sorry. Right. There's another more than organized out there, but she has a different Facebook page. Oh, okay, very cool. <laughs> well, well, we'll just tell everybody not to pay attention to that. <laughs> It's more than organized. Right, right. We'll be sure to link to yours. That's right. right. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little on my brain right now. Someone just told me about it the other day. Well, I tell you what, thank you so much. It's been wonderful speaking with you. And it's actually the time has already flown by. I can't believe it. But uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to to share your insights on, on what you do and your life of simplicity. We really appreciate it. Thank well, you so much. Well, thanks so much. much for the opportunity. It's great to share. It sure is. And great talking to you again. A little, yeah. little longer this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It was a little bit of a zoo after your workshop at oh, conference. That's, that's right, because we met you at the uh, NAPO 2014 conference, and it was it was uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> so, right. Well, Mary, we'll definitely be in touch. And again, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Have a fabulous time. Bye-bye now. Bye. Okay. Bye. Wow, that was that was great to actually have a chance to talk to her. We didn't get to talk too much at the uh, at the conference, so it was mm-hmm. nice to have a chance to talk with her. Yeah, and I really love her take on voluntary simplicity and the, kind of her story and how she got started with it and uh, some of the tips that she shared with anyone else who's interested in getting started on their own journey. So, so yeah. yeah. There you go, folks. One <laughs> more person out there trying to simplify things a little bit. <laughs> so awesome. check out her stuff. So, you know, it's been a long time since we've gone through some iTunes reviews, and you guys have been great. And we are way overdue on recognizing all the folks who have graciously left us reviews. So we're going to cover those right now. We're making up for some lost ground here. Yes, I know. All right. So S. Sharmi writes, simplicity and smiles. I love living a simple life. Dan and Vanessa provide practical tips and techniques to help me streamline my life. I was inspired to organize and purge each area in my home while listening to the podcast. I love the feeling of intentionally deciding to keep only the things that I use and love. I also savor the joy in being able to pass on belongings for someone else to use. Dan and Vanessa have such great chemistry together that their shared laughter makes me smile. It is easy to feel connected to them. Listening to the podcast makes me feel like they are friends over for dinner who are sharing benefits from curating the best strategies. Well, heck, we're open to dinner, just so you know, if anybody <laughs> wants to have so. But I've listened to every podcast. I joined the Facebook page, Edit and Forget It, which is an active community, and I got obsessed with tiny homes, thanks to Dan, and researched this teardrop camper that they're talking about. <laughs> Vanessa inspired me to look at my wardrobe and consider higher quality less items. I started researching merino wool clothes because I wanted to know why they were so passionate about it. I recommended the podcast for parents who feel overwhelmed and want to simplify, uh, live intentionally, since the Hazes are walking that path. DNV, uh, I really appreciate you too and the quality content you produce. I finally wrote a review because it is a public way to say thank you. Your work is creating a valuable contribution to my simplicity path. Well, thank you so much. That was an amazing review. That's awesome. The next one is Utah Gator 93. Great inspiration and motivation and fun too. This is one of my favorite podcasts. So glad I found it. Dan and Vanessa have great chemistry and are amazingly good on mic. Very professional. Great advice and inspiration and have already motivated me to simplify my life in many ways. Look forward to each new episode. And CS Moto said, great podcast. Thank you, Dan and Vanessa. I'm not sure how I found your podcast, but I'm so glad I did. I've just started going paperless and have been trying to read as much as I can on the subject. I started using Evernote, 1Password, and ScanSnap. I was delighted to find more tips on all three of these tools on your site. 
I love your personalities, your down-to-earth style, and all of your wonderful tips. Thank you for sharing your journey. I spent the last three days listening to as many podcasts as I could (laughs) as we were on the road. Looking forward to that simpler life. Carol. Well, thank you, Carol. That's great. And you, music grad. This is my favorite podcast. Dan and Vanessa are such warm, kind people. Every time I listen to them, I feel like I'm listening to friends. And I always find a gem of wisdom to help simplify my life. I listen while I commute or do my laundry. And after each episode, I am re-inspired to simplify my life and examine my priorities. Thank you, Dana Vanessa, for continuing the podcast and sharing your simple life with us. Oh, you're very welcome. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And thankful Sadie wrote, Simply great. I am a sculptor chipping away at all of the things keeping me from my simple and beautiful life. Thank you for the encouragement, information, inspiration, and just plain fun. I like that. Chipping (laughs) away all the things. Yeah. That's really cool. And Don and Maine wrote, We all have busy lives. Even though I am retired, there are days when I really wished I had 30 hours instead of 24. An hour or so spent with Dan and Vanessa gives such an incredible payback, not just for the useful information they pass along, but for the humor they present it with. I really appreciate them walking the walk that they preach, onward and upward, just at a manageable and slower pace. I love that. Thank you, Don. Mm -hmm. And Comic Dork 37 wrote, Simply excellent. You know a podcast is excellent when you listen to all 60 plus episodes in about a week and a half. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's awesome. That's incredible, yeah. (laughs) Not only do Dan and Vanessa start out great from episode one, but you can literally hear their improvement as hosts and their evolution living as simple lifers together over time. Lots of great information and the chemistry and love between Dan and Vanessa is obvious and wonderful. Both are funny in their own way and they play off one another very well. Entertaining, informative, and insightful. Thanks. Oh, that's so cool. That is nice. I hope we've made some improvement, you know? I mean, <laughs> I so we're, this, we're just kind of doing this thing out in the world, shed quarters. So <laughs> <I, laughs> All right, well, we got a couple more. Here in NJ, so I guess that's New Jersey maybe? I'm guessing. <laughs> Declutterers Unite. Dana Vanessa Hayes podcast provides imaginative ways to organize and simplify your life and offers camaraderie with others on this often lonely journey. Even with a wonderful premise, many podcasts fail due to poor production quality, lack of synergy among hosts, or even just not having voices for radio. In all these areas and more, Dana Vanessa shine. Simple Life Together has a companion Facebook page with an active community of listeners. I recommend starting with episode one and binging from there, keeping a notebook at hand to write all the little insights you'll gain and want to try in your own life and home. If you're tired of being overwhelmed by the to-do lists and stuff, Simple Life Together is a great place to begin. Very cool. Thank you so much. Here's the last one. Pen A from Australia, thank you very much for writing in, says, thank you. Love, love, love this podcast. You inspire me to make worthwhile changes to my home. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, you know, Whew, that was a lot. That was a lot of stuff. And, so nice. And that's my bad because, uh, you know, I just don't always have time to cut it and, and get it in the show notes before we do this. And especially with be, having traveled a lot lately and, yeah. and all that, we've been separated by geography for a while. It's <laughs> just been a little bit crazy. So thank you all so much for taking the time. And, you know, that's that's a cup. That's that's some time that people took out of their lives yeah. to to say thanks. And that mean it makes all the difference to us. It really does. And it really does mean a ton and it means the world to us. So thank you so much for taking the time. All right. Some of uh, last couple of announcements. Uh, Simple Rev tickets. Do not forget to pick up your tickets to the Simple Rev Summit. It's being held on October 3rd and 4th in beautiful downtown Minneapolis on the University of St. Thomas campus. 
And to learn more, have a look around simplerev.com. And our buddy Joel Zavzlowski and lots of other folks from the Simple Rev community have contributed a lot to make that site a lot, lot better than it was when we first started out. And um, there's a great YouTube channel, and we've been getting a lot more speakers signing up to uh, give presentations. So um, check out Joel and and, uh, the rest of the Simple Rev team over at simplerev.com, and make sure you pick up your tickets. Now remember, if you have questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 70 of Simple Life Together. The choice of living a life of voluntary simplicity is up to you. How you define it and how it looks will certainly be different for everyone. But the one thing that we all share is that we are choosing to live simpler lives deliberately and on purpose. And believe it or not, school starts up for many kids here in the United States in just over a month. So be sure to pick up a copy of Supermom vs. Supermom, Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms. It's a simple life guide to getting organized, finding margin, and embracing simplicity for moms. And don't forget, it's on sale for the next couple of days for just 99 cents. Just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash supermom. As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com forward slash zero seven zero. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life, too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together.